On a certain Sabbath, Jesus went into the synagogue and taught. And there was a man there whose right hand was withered. The scribes and the Pharisees watched him closely to see if he would cure on the Sabbath so that they might discover a reason to accuse him. But he realized their intentions and said to the man with the withered hand, Come up here, stand before us. And he rose and stood there. Then Jesus said to them, I ask you, is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath rather than to do evil, to save life rather than to destroy it? Looking around at them all, he then said to him, Stretch out your hand. He did so, and his hand was restored. But they became enraged and discussed together what they might do to Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord. Every letter of St. Paul uses his signature saying, in Christ. And these two words, in Christ, serves as a summary and a synthesis of everything he is trying to say. Does that two-word phrase, in Christ, sound familiar to you? For example, we heard it in our first reading from Colossians, where Paul said that we may present everyone perfect in Christ. Or consider 2 Corinthians 5:17, where Paul states, So whoever is in Christ is a new creation. Or we might read in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 12, where the apostle says, so that we might exist for the praise of his glory, we who first hoped in Christ. Or we find it again in Philippians 2, verse 5. Have among yourselves the same attitude that is also yours in Christ Jesus. In every letter of St. Paul, if every letter of St. Paul were like the stanza of a song, the phrase in Christ would be like the refrain the part that repeats and ties it all together. In Christ is the core of Paul's preaching. What does that signature saying, in Christ, really mean? Let me give you three examples of people trying to figure out the meaning of being in Christ. In 2013, Archbishop Peter Sarton was interviewed on the news show 60 Minutes by Bob Simon. Bob asked the Archbishop why the Catholic Church does not ordain women to the priesthood. He probed. Where does it say in the scripture that a woman cannot be ordained? Archbishop explained. It goes back to the fact of the choice of Jesus, of the twelve apostles as the college of those who would go forward to proclaim the gospel. Then Simon said, well, if there were a hundred apostles and they were all men, well, obviously, Jesus did not want any women. But with twelve, it could have been happenstance that they were all men. And maybe the thirteenth 
could have been a woman. Archbishop Sarton chuckled good-naturedly and replied, I don't think so, Bob. The choice of Jesus is the choice of Jesus, and that's just the way it is. In other words, both men were wrestling with the meaning of being in Christ. And are we doing what Christ wanted with ordaining only men? The second example was a question from a Fayetteville friend who texted me yesterday. She asked, Help me understand the gospel where after Jesus heals someone, he tells them not to tell anyone. Can you help me understand why he does that? I answered her back, texting. I think part of the reason Jesus does that is because people's expectations of the Messiah were very worldly. That is, they wanted the Messiah to lead them to overthrow the Roman authorities, to establish a kingdom on earth like the glory days of King David and King Solomon, and basically create a heaven on earth. But Jesus came to point us to the heaven that waits for us after death. And in fact, here on earth, we will have to carry our cross and suffer. But people would not and could not understand that message until after Jesus' own suffering, death, and resurrection. In other words, my Fayetteville friend was wanting to understand Jesus more. Why did he command silence? And thereby, she might be more in Christ. The third example was another question a parishioner here at IC asked. She inquired, Why do we have to confess our sins to a priest instead of going to God directly on our own? She went on, I prefer it, meaning going to a priest, because I feel like it helps and I feel forgiven afterwards, like I don't when I just do it on my own directly with God. I just don't understand why we teach that other than it's tradition or it's what Catholics do? What a great question. And maybe you have wondered something similar yourself. I basically answered that in John chapter 20, Jesus gave the Holy Spirit to the apostles and instructed them to forgive sins. And that is why we go to priests, to receive that spirit of forgiveness. But you see, again, the underlying question of my friend was, what did Jesus want? What does it mean to be in Christ? I am convinced that the refrain, in Christ, can be heard not only echoing in every letter of St. Paul, but also echoing in every Christian life. When we ask, why did Jesus call only men to be apostles? Why did Jesus tell the crowds to keep quiet? Why did Jesus give the Spirit to forgive sins? We are asking, how can I be more in Christ? And we will not be fully and finally in Christ until we get to heaven, which is what St. Paul meant 
when he said today that we may present everyone perfect in Christ. Praise to be Jesus Christ.